Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. California continues to get drenched by atmospheric river storms. This week, Governor Gavin Newsom is activating the state's emergency operations center. Cal OES spokesman Brian Ferguson. Along the central coast and down into Los Angeles County, we're worried about flash flooding and land movement, and that's largely associated with the ground being just so saturated with water from the series of storms. There should also be a major snow melt in the coming days from the series of storms. Without a final agreement on key foreign aid or a deal to fund the government longer term, Congress is entering a two-week recess. Lawmakers are slated to return to Capitol Hill February 28th, just two days before the March 1st deadline, to fund certain government agencies while the rest must be funded by March 8th. Congress also leaves while it's in the middle of working out the details of competing multi-billion dollar foreign aid proposals out of the House and Senate. Police in East Texas are offering more details since an officer-involved shooting that involved a teenager who brandished a gun at his school. The teen carried the gun into Pioneer Technology and Arts Academy, a charter school in Mesquite, just east of Dallas. Officers responded and attempted to negotiate with the subject. During the process of negotiating, an officer-involved shooting occurred. Mesquite Police Sergeant Curtis Phillips says the student with the gun was wounded. There were no other injuries reported. The jury continues deliberations in the civil corruption trial involving Wayne LaPierre, the former CEO of the National Rifle Association. The trial's happening in a New York City courtroom. LaPierre's charged for allegedly misusing donated funds to the NRA. His attorney is calling the trial a political witch hunt. A man arrested for setting fire to a church in North Providence, Rhode Island. This happened on Thursday. 35-year-old Kevin Colantonio is facing charges after setting several fires around the exterior of the Shiloh Gospel Temple early February 11th. This is USA News. February is Heart Month. And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. Two women are dead after flames tore through a senior housing complex in New York City. They didn't have a chance. They didn't have a chance. Resident Nibia Cipriana, who says the victims were neighbors who looked out for each other. Initial indications from the local fire marshal's office on Long Island, fire was 
accidental in nature. In Minnesota, flags are flying at half-staff to pay tribute to two police officers and a paramedic who lost their lives while responding to a domestic abuse call in a Minneapolis suburb early Sunday. Authorities have confirmed the death of the suspect during the shooting. Respiratory illness is up in half the states in the U.S. As we work our way out of the winter season, 25 states are still seeing high or very high levels of respiratory virus activity. That's according to the CDC. Leave it to Adam Sandler to forget why he's at the People's Choice Awards. Adam Sandler accepted the People's Icon Award at the 2024 People's Choice Awards, joking that he mistakenly thought his agent said he was getting the People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive Award. I am trying to be gracious, People People Magazine, but I have to admit three words keep popping into my head right now. About freaking time. For decades, Adam Sandler has been waiting patiently on the sexy bench. At the end, though, he got as serious as Sandler can get and thanked his entire family, people who work with him, and, of course, all the fans. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. How would you like to get high-speed Internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast Internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your Internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast Internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-699-0358. 800-699-0358. That's 800-699-0358. Live. Well, hello and welcome. This is Bill Martinez, and we are live. Uh, Pastor Robert Jeffers is going to be joining us in just a few moments, talking about his new book, Experiencing God's Blessings by Rediscovering the Ten, the Ten Commandments. You've heard me say many times that one of the challenges that we've had right now in terms of, you know, our country and the culture is that uh, we've lost our way and that we needed to get back to first principles. This book reminds us of the importance of first principles and why they are a blessing. In this latest book, How to Live and Love in a World that Has Lost Its Way, the renowned pastor and author, Dr. Robert Jeffers, shows us how God's blessings come from living out his most fundamental instructions, the Ten Commandments. Far from what most people think, the Ten Commandments weren't given to restrict our freedom, but to enhance our happiness, and I might say our freedom, according to pastor. They invite us into blessing of a loving relationship toward God and the resulting spillover into our relationships with us uh, with others. Dr. Jeffers, welcome back. Good to be talking to you. How are you? Great, Bill. Good to be with you again. 
I'm so excited to talk to you about the 10 because this is so consistent, as I, as I mentioned in the introduction here, with something that uh, I believe that God had shown me is that we needed to get back to first principles like any organization. And this is what leadership will do is when an organization loses its way, a inspired leader will say, let's go back and think, when were we doing this right? When were we thriving? When, when was the comp, uh, company at its happiest condition? And that takes leadership to do that. And I believe God inspired you to take, uh, take the country, take the globe back to first principles and say, hey, let's go back to the beginning and consider God's commandments, his Ten Commandments. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, people said, why would you write a book called The Ten about the Ten Commandments? And the subtitle you mentioned explains it all, how to live in a world that has lost its way. Bill, I think regardless of people's political persuasions or their spiritual inclination, I think everybody would agree we are living in a time of chaos and confusion where we've lost our way. And we've been here before as a country. Back in 1863, when America was being torn apart by the Civil War, mm-hmm. Abraham Lincoln issued the first proclamation calling for prayer and repentance. And in that proclamation, he asked the question, why is our nation being torn apart? And then he answered the question by saying, because we have forgotten God. Mm-hmm. And I believe that same diagnosis applies today. We have forgotten God. We think our way is best. And so I said, let's go back to the most basic commands of God, these 3,500-year-old commandments, and see how they apply today. And that's what my book, The Ten, is all about. It's a fresh look at the 3,500-year-old Ten Commandments. Yeah, Pastor, when you go back into the book of Genesis in the opening uh, verses, you know, what was the condition of the world? It was dark and void. And in essence, what it was saying is that it was in chaos because there wasn't order. And God is a God of order. And in the process of bringing order to his creation, uh, you know, you, you get first the spirit hovering over the chaos and, and softening hearts and, and, and bringing, you know, divine order to it. And now, uh, with the population, God needs to come back and say, okay, here, here's the recipe. Here's in a sense in order to, you know, so that we would be blessed. Here's the Ten Commandments. This was what you must, you must live by, as you say, to, uh, to, to really bring us, uh, you know, even what our Constitution referred to as those God-given rights uh, and the right of freedom, right? Well, that's right. And, you know, if there's one theme in this book, the 10, and our discussion over this next uh, hour that I want our listeners and viewers to understand, it's this. God gave us the Ten Commandments not for his benefit. He doesn't get anything out of them. He gave them for our benefit. They were never meant to repress us, but to bless us. And and one of the lies of Satan, Bill, is that God is this cosmic killjoy who's trying to restrict us and prevent us from any kind of happiness whatsoever. And he tries to box us in with these commandments. Nothing could be further from the truth. These are meant to bless us. And uh, I, I tell people years ago, uh, when my little girls were five and 
two, uh, we drove up to Pikes Peak in Colorado. Mm, yes, we took that drive up to the top, and yeah. we got out. And my oldest daughter Julia immediately started running toward the edge of the mountain. There weren't any guardrails, and instinctively, I yelled out, "Stop!" Now, why did I tell her to stop? Was I trying to rob her of some great experience? No, I was trying to keep her from going over the mountain's edge and killing herself. Exactly. Same way with God. He says, no lying, no stealing, no adultery. Stop. Not for his benefit, but for Mm -hmm. our benefit. And that's what we talk about in the 10, how these really are guidelines, guardrails, if you will, that allow us to experience the best life possible. Well, as you mentioned in the book, I mean, God is the designer. He set up specific rules, which in a sense he summarized in a quick sentence to Cain, you know, when Cain was all despondent uh, because his sacrifice was not accepted, Pastor. And he just said, look, if you do right, will it not go well for you? Which speaks of God's infrastructure in saying, here, if you stay within the guardrails, you're going to be blessed. It will go well for you, right? That's right. And, you know, uh, God put it in the right order. If you do the right thing, you'll start to feel the right thing. Exactly. And uh, most people get it reversed. They say, when I feel the right thing, I'll do the right thing. <laughs> no, feelings don't produce actions. Actions produce feelings. And, and, and you're exactly right. But again, in understanding the way God had created the infrastructure of of humanity of his, of this planet of his world it is all consistent with his character and his character is uh you know is reflected in the 10 commandments is it not it is and you said it well when you talked about god made us uh he understands us uh these are his uh prescriptions for how to live i tell the story in the book about 5 years ago i bought a new car, which I rarely do. I drive them to the wheels fall off. But our our deacon chairman said, you're embarrassing the church by driving your car around. It's time to get a new car. So I went and got one and uh, handed my life savings over to the dealer. And in exchange bill, he gave me this big, thick book listed, filled with all kinds of do's and don'ts. If, for example, in the book on page 37, it said, don't text and drive at the same time. I thought, who is this guy to tell me I have to limit my freedom of speech for his benefit? And then it said, I love this one. Don't drive with the driver's seat in a reclining position. Well, if I'm not supposed to do that, why did he design the seat to recline in the first place? I know it's a silly illustration, but the point is God is our creator. He knows how we operate best. He knows the optimum way to live, and he gave this for our benefit. That's what the Ten Commandments are all about. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 
800-284-0523. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. If you're 65 or older and Medicare is your main source of insurance, pay close attention right now and listen for details on how you may save thousands of dollars on your health care costs. Did you know that Medicare can pay for things like dental visits, home delivery of drugs, even a gym membership? Call us right now and learn how to unlock all your Medicare benefits. Medicare and supplemental plans that we provide can even offer you drug coverage with zero copays and pay for transportation to your doctors. Medicare plans can offer you wonderful money-saving benefits, but you've got to call now. We'll help you get the most out of your Medicare. Make this free, no-obligation call now. Save a ton of money on your health care costs and get the code to unlock all your earned Medicare benefits. Paid for by Senior Choice Plans. 800-796-3954. 800-796-3954. That's 800-796-3954. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-559-7562 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-559-7562. That's 800-559-7562. Jesus said it's about loving God and loving one another, and that honor, it honors that uh, most important commandment, does it not? It does. 
and and let me it would put a little finer point on it. Let's take the command or the restriction. It's only two words in Hebrews in the Ten Commandments. No adultery. Now, yes. why does God say that? Well, think about it. God is the one who designed the whole idea of sex. Sex was God's idea. He not only designed the act, he designed the equipment to perform the act. And God said, now, look, I'm coming up with this wonderful experience for you. Here's how to enjoy it. Sex is best enjoyed between one man and one woman in the security of a marriage relationship. Those are God's instructions, not to rob us of something, but to allow us to experience what he had in mind. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In, in, in a sense, in, in one way, in a different sense, uh, it's like the law of gravity. The law of gravity exists for our benefit, but if we violate it, uh, we find out really quick that we, we violated and, and there's uh, clear consequences. But so much of, of sin, like the book of Ecclesiastes talks about, is that because it's deferred, the, the consequences of said sin, it gets complicated. And then we misunderstand who God is, don't we? We do. That's one of my favorite verses from Ecclesiastes 8.11. Because the sentence against an evil deed is not executed immediately, the mm-hmm. sons of disobedience are fully given to do what is evil. We think just because we don't get struck dead with a bolt of lightning the moment we sin, we think, well, maybe God doesn't really care. Maybe I'm the exception to the rule. Maybe God doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. But we often confuse God's patience with God's tolerance for sin. Exactly. There comes a time when God says enough. And God allows us to experience the painful consequences of violating these Ten Commandments. Again, not because he hates us, but just like a father loves a child, he wants us to experience the consequences of our disobedience. Exactly. Well, and then we go back to the Garden of Eden, you know, where Satan asks uh, Eve and Adam, you know, did God really say, uh, in, you know, questioning, you know, God's involvement with our lives and the things that he set out for us. So he brings in that doubt. And uh, and there's, you know, sometimes we give you know too much credit to Satan. Sometimes we don't give him enough. Uh, and sometimes we misunderstand our own humanity as a result of our fall. Well, that's right. And, you know, Satan isn't very original. He's not very creative because he doesn't have to be. The old ways work just fine. And, you know, in the garden, he tempted Eve, first of all, by causing her to doubt the word of God. Has God really said this? Did you interpret it correctly? Are you sure these are God's words and not somebody else's words? And then uh, when Eve said yes, he said so-and-so and so-and-so. Satan tempted Eve to doubt God's character, his motive. Well, the reason God said that was he's trying to rob you of something wonderful. He's jealous. He's paranoid. He's afraid you're going to be like him. And Satan does the same thing with us, Bill, today. He causes us to doubt God's word. Has God really given these Ten Commandments? Did God really give them to Moses? And it's for all people. And then cause us to doubt God's character. Well, even if God gave them, he did it for his benefit, not for yours. And and he set it up, you know, again, getting back to the basics and the fundamentals of it all. It starts with who God is. He is the creator God, and there is a specific way, a very holy way in which we are to honor God. Um, Let's break down, you know, the first commandment, if you would. 
You read it to me. I don't have my Bible here. You read it to me, and I'll comment on it. Okay. I was uh, looking at, uh, let's see here. Uh, we must, in, in your book, you say, we must esteem God alone. That's right. You shall have no other gods before me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, this is a prohibition against idol worship. But an idol is much more than a little statue we bow down to. Mm-hmm. An idol is anything or anyone we love more than we love God. And uh, it can be a person. It can be a position. It can be a possession. But whenever we put more value in a person, possession, or a position than we do God, we're guilty of worshiping someone or something else. And again, the reason God says this is not because he's paranoid. It's not because he's jealous in a negative sense. The scripture says, God says, I'm jealous, but in a positive way. God says, I don't want you getting distracted by other things that will ultimately disappoint you. I am the only source of genuine and lasting blessing in your life. And, you know, and in honoring God and understanding the awesomeness and holiness of God, uh, I, I mean, I was reading something this past week about the weight of God. I, I remember when we were growing up, Pastor, you probably experienced the same thing. Everything in, our, in the vernacular was, oh, that's heavy. Yeah. You remember? Oh, that's heavy. Heavy. Man, heavy. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, but when you think about the holiness of God, uh, as much as our human mind could possibly conceive it, it is, it, that's heavy. That it really is heavy. Yeah. Yeah, the trials of this world seem heavy, but God is much heavier, if you will, and substantive. I think about that uh, uh, word from Paul in Second Corinthians. He said, for this light and momentary affliction is mm-hmm. nothing compared to the eternal weight of glory that awaits us. You know, think about what Paul had been through, beaten three mm-hmm. times within an inch of his life, shipwrecked, imprisoned, all of these things. He said, the affliction I've suffered is light. Light? How could that be light? Well, compared to what? Compared to what awaits me, what we're going through right now is very light. If somebody said, you know, is a brick, is it heavy or light? Well, it depends on what you're comparing it to. Mm -hmm. A brick is very heavy compared to a feather. But compared to a fully loaded jumbo jet, it's very light. And uh, Paul is saying, compared to God, his glory, the rewards he has for us, what we're going through right now is very light. Exactly. We're talking with uh, Pastor and Dr. Robert Jeffers. His new book, Experiencing God's Blessing by Rediscovering the Ten, How to Live and Love in a World that Has Lost Its Way. The Ten, we're talking about Ten Commandments. The second one, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image, right? That's right. And... uh This is a command (coughs) to make sure that we are worshiping the true God. (coughs) Pardon me. So many people think that God is just the sum of our speculations about him. God is whomever we imagine him to be. I remember my friend David Jeremiah told about a sermon he preached one time about the exclusivity of Christ for salvation. And after the sermon, a woman came up to him and started to give him a piece of her mind she really couldn't afford to lose. And she said, Dr. Jeremiah, I just want you to know that the God I serve would never send somebody to hell for not trusting in Christ. 
And David said, well, I'm sure that's true. The God you serve wouldn't do that because the God you serve is the God of your imagination, Mm. not the God of scripture. And so we need to be sure when we're worshiping God, it's not whomever we think God is. It's the God of the Bible, the true God. Well, and here we are as people of God, and we're to reflect, you know, the Father. Well, how do we reflect the Father if if we misrepresent him, even in our own conversations? You know, is that, um, a- again, one of the recurring themes, Pastor, has been coming to me in the last month or so, is that we need to think better, we need to do better, we need to be better. That it, it, this is a time where we need to raise the bar a bit. That yes, we're we're talking about uh, abusing and using the name of the Lord thy God in vain. But even with us and and the things that we say, if we're casual and if we're uh, you know promoters of misinformation or disinformation, uh, anything that is not truthful, you know, we're in a sense violating the third commandment because. He, he reflects through us, and if we are impeding that reflection in any way, isn't that a sin? It is. And remember, we are the priests of God. That's what Peter yeah. refers to us. You are a holy people, a people for God's very own possession, a royal priesthood. Mm-hmm. What did the priest do in the Old Testament? He represented the people to God, but he also represented God to the people. And we ought to be sure that everything in our speech and conduct is really something that helps represent God in the very best light. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-247-1498. That's 800-247-1498. USA News Update. Police in East Texas are offering more details since an officer-involved shooting that involved a teenager who brandished a gun at his school. The teen carried the gun into Pioneer Technology and Arts Academy, a charter school in Mesquite, just east of Dallas. Officers responded and attempted to negotiate with the subject. During the process of negotiating, an officer-involved shooting occurred. Mesquite Police Sergeant Curtis Phillips says the student with the gun was wounded. There were no other injuries reported. An expansion of microchip and semiconductor manufacturing in America continues with a new $11.5 billion plant now slated to be built in New York State. It'll go in just north of Albany, New York. Other similar plants have been built all across the country. The chips produced at these plants are considered essential for the modern auto industry, for consumer electronics, and for national defense. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? 
I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. So, you know, Jesus said the Holy Spirit would abide in us. And and I have a sense, Pastor, that when we violate these commandments, I just, I, I sense the Spirit just winces or, or, you know, or just, you know, it's a, it's a shock, uh, you know, to the Spirit and, uh, and, and his sensitivity. And, uh, you know, again, if we're connected with the Spirit of God, we'll be more sensitive. And as a result, I think that uh, we will, we will do better. You know, so that, you know, Paul used a really vivid illustration of that truth you just articulated in First Corinthians 6. Mm-hmm. He said, when you engage in sexual immorality, you're joining the Holy Spirit of God to a harlot. I mean, yeah. think about it. if you're indwelt by the Holy well, Spirit of God, yeah. if you engage in sin, you are asking the Holy Spirit to join you in that sin. Now, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit can't join in any sin. So right. he has to think about this, Bill. He has to somehow separate himself from the believers. There's a separation that occurs when we engage in sin. It's not that we lose our salvation, but there is a separation between us and God when we involve ourselves in sin. And, and what was David's cry? You know, Lord, do not take your Holy Spirit. I, I messed up, right? That's right. right. And uh, that's, to me, that's the worst thing of all, to imagine being separated from God. The brief moment that Jesus was separated from his heavenly Father on the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Right, right. And and this is, again, being sensitive to the Holy Spirit in us. And and I think it, it also speaks of our birthright. Our birthright is Christians. I mean, look, look what happened uh, to Esau, who disrespected his birthright. Yes. Right? And, and I, I, again, I, I mean, I, I'm sharing this with you just as, as we're talking, because God's bringing this up to me. And again, reinforcing and, and hoping our audience uh, and our viewers are being blessed by the truth of God here, is that we need to up the game here in how we are participating with God's eternal plan and purpose and not take for granted, uh, whether it's God's name and how we honor him, but that we must honor the birthright that we have as new creations. That's right. And um, that's what the book, The Ten, is all about. It's about how to do that. Not just uh, some overt actions you can do or not do that you can check off your list and say, I'm a holy person. But in each one of these commands, as you know, Bill, we go 
to the practical application. How do these 3,500-year-old commands work in my life, whether it's don't steal, don't lie, uh, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy? How does that apply to me right now? Exactly. It's amazing. 3,500 years, Pastor, and yet, you know, when you ask people, you go, how are you doing with the Ten Commandments? Well, I think I've done pretty good. <laughs> the self-evaluation, uh, you know, of the, of the Ten Commandments measured, you know, according to man's own eyes. Uh, but that's not, you know, that's not the point here, right? And I don't know how they know they're doing pretty good because 60% of Americans can't name more than five commandments. I know. I read, I read that. I, read, I did take your test, by the way. And uh, being raised Catholic, I, uh, you know, you probably did a little better than the rest. Well, well the ninth and tenth, you know, was you know, of course, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, it's a little bit different, but that's but that's okay. We, that's you know, right. God's point is still well taken here. Right. But but you're exactly right. I mean, that's the thing that's shocking is that you know, uh, almost half of the country doesn't even, you know, they're not familiar with the Ten Commandments. And of course, ever since the mid '60s, when our government and you know this movement of separation of church and state decided to take the Ten Commandments out of the hallways of schools, well, how's that working for you since then? Yeah, I mean, it's an amazing thing. You know, there was this wholesale effort to remove God from the public square, especially the schools. Mm -hmm. 1962, prayer out of the schools. 1963, Bible reading. But in 1980, this was the culminating ruling, Stone versus Graham. The case was over whether or not Kentucky schools could just display the Ten Commandments, not teach them, just display them. And the Supreme Court said in that case, no, you can't do it, because if the posted copies of the Ten Commandments are to be displayed and have their desired effect, it might cause school children to read, venerate, and perhaps even obey the commandments. And this is not a permissible objective under the Establishment Clause of the Constitution. I mean, unbelievable. We can't post these commandments because children might read them and obey them, and that's unconstitutional. Yeah, because you want them to go murder one another. Well, and what happened was, that happened in Kentucky, 1980. 17 yes. years later at the Heath High School in Paducah, Kentucky, a 14-year-old yeah. opened fire on a group of students praying before school. He killed two, seriously wounded three, all in a Kentucky school where 17 years earlier, the most powerful court in the United States said, you can't post the words, thou shalt not kill. I'm reminded of what God said to Hosea in Hosea 4, 6. He said, because you have forgotten me, I will forget you and your children. And that's what we're happening, see happening right now. And, and the worst of it is that people failed to see the connection, Pastor. Yeah. And look, Bill, I'm not saying posting the Ten Commandments will end all school violence. There are a lot of things that need to be addressed, but it's a starting place. You cannot teach people they're nothing but biological accidents or animals and be surprised when they act that way. When when you say, well, everybody knows so-and-so is wrong. No, yeah. everybody doesn't know what's right and wrong. We need a divine standard. We need to remind our school children and all of us, like we did for the first 150 years of this country's history, that mm-hmm. there is a God to whom exactly. we are all accountable. Well, in Hebrews, in the fifth chapter, I think it's the 14th verse, Pastor, talks about uh, where where the apostle is telling uh, the readers of of the of the epistle is that basically you need to grow up yeah. you, you, because if you don't grow up 
you're going to be fooled. You know, you're, you're, you're on baby's milk, on baby formula here, and you're going to get duped because you don't know the difference between good and evil. And this is clear right now is we have a lot of immature people, people of faith, including, uh, you know, the world you understand because they have no, they have no interest in God and the things of righteousness. Okay, so they're going to be in darkness. They're going to be in chaos. But for those especially people of faith, we say grow up. Get off the baby pablum. You need to be mature to know the difference of good and evil. Well, number four of the ten, remember the Sabbath. Keep it holy. A lot of discussion on the Sabbath. Is it uh, Friday, Saturday? Is it uh, Sunday? Uh, You know, but uh, God still wants us to take a break because he took a break. Well, that's right, and not because he was tired, as I've heard some people say, but there's not an example for us. Look, if there's one truth about this I want people to understand is it's what Jesus said. Uh, The man was not created for the Sabbath. Sabbath was created for man. Exactly. People get all mixed up about this. They think it's about what you can and can't do on a certain day of the week. When I was growing up as a Baptist, the worst thing, the most debauched thing anybody could do on a Sunday was to go to a movie. I mean, you could watch TV and TV football all you wanted to, but don't you dare go to a movie. My grandparents were Methodist. Every time I saw them go to the movie on Sunday afternoon, I wanted to convert to Methodism because <laughs> I wanted that freedom. That's yeah. not what the Sabbath is about. Right. God is saying you're not an animal or you weren't meant to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There needs to be one day a week that you say no to work and you concentrate on refreshing yourself physically, emotionally and spiritually through right. worship. Now, the day has changed. It's interesting. Of the Ten Commandments, Jesus repeated nine of them, but he left out one. You know which one he left out? Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Because the day of the Sabbath would change from Saturday to Sunday with the resurrection. But the principle still remains. We need a time to take off from work. Well, it's God's gift to his creation, isn't it? It is. It's a wonderful gift. It's Again, it's for our benefit. Right. And by the way, a Sabbath includes one way we refresh ourselves spiritually is by gathering with other believers. People say, well, what if I want to take my Sabbath on Saturday? The only problem with that is most churches don't meet on Saturday. They meet on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And corporate worship is vital to your spiritual yes. health. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 says, do not forsake yes. the assembling together of yourselves as has become the habit of some. We need to be together to encourage one another spiritually. Home sales are down 31% across America and mortgage rates are on the rise. If your home is not selling, you need to call our experts right now at the Quick Cash Hotline. We have investors ready to pay you cash for your property, regardless of the condition it's in. Most of our closings can happen in about seven days. You don't have to worry about a buyer getting approved. You don't have to worry about showing your home. One simple call right now. Just pick up the phone and call us. I'll give you the number in a second. We will negotiate with you a price to buy your home. It's that simple. If you're ready 
ready to sell your home right now, any home, any condition, and you don't want to put money into it, no problem. We'll buy it from you. Call right now. It's a free call. 800-217-6459. That's 800-217-6459. How would you like to save money on nearly all your prescription drugs? We've set up a special toll-free number for the RX Outreach Program. They're a nonprofit company whose mission it is to make prescription drugs more affordable to the masses. They don't take insurance, and in many cases, your prescriptions are even cheaper than your co-pays. They carry thousands of different prescription drugs, so whatever you're taking, there's a good chance they have it. No coupons are required, and this is not a discount card. It is pure savings on your prescription drugs. They specialize in generic meds for any chronic health needs you have. Call with your prescription and find out for free how little you can pay for your prescription drugs. Remember, we don't take insurance, so call right now. 800-705-6581-800-705-6581-800-705-6581. That's 800-705-6581. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in this free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call them toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled, and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's vine-to-bar. Vine-to-bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Right here, right now. Bill Martinez. talking with uh, Pastor Robert Jeffries. Uh, his new book, uh, To Experience God's Blessing, 
by rediscovering the tan, how to live and love in a world that has lost its way. Pastor, I can tell you about six months, uh, six months, six years ago, I was in Israel and, uh, and, and a Friday afternoon, and I'm, I'm there, I'm there at the Western Wall and to watch and experience the energy and the celebration of Jewish believers coming in to open up the Sabbath day. My goodness, I, it, it, it'll forever be in my conscience and my memory. How uplifting that was. You just want to be sure you don't get stuck on an elevator or Shabbat elevator. <laughs> top on every floor, you can't punch the buttons. Right. Exa- exactly. <laughs> but but it, it, was so, it was so cool watching them come in arm in arm, you know, praising God yeah. uh, there to the Western Wall. It was just, it was really special. Well, like you said, it's a gift, something to celebrate, not something to just try to check off. I did this. I didn't do that. Exactly. Sabbath for our benefit. Well, the fifth, uh, the fifth commandment, honor your father and mother. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Paul uh, recast this command, children, obey your parents. Uh, for this is right. And he quoted the Deuteronomy version of the Ten Commandments and said, this is a commandment for the nation. It will bless the nation. It will go well for you in the land. And what the Bible is saying is every well-functioning society needs to learn to submit to authority. Uh, and the first place we learn to submit to authority is in the home for mm-hmm. children. It's by obeying their parents. If children don't learn to submit to their parental authority, they'll never obey their teachers. They'll never obey an employer or a government official. They learn that in the home. But it's not just confined to the home. When young adults leave, while they may not obey their parents, they ought to seek their parents' counsel and wisdom. A lot of times there's victory in that counsel. But then, and Bill, this is key, we can honor or dishonor our parents even after they're dead by the way we think about them, by the way we speak about them. And we ought to choose to speak about and remember the good things our parents did, not the bad things. I hope there are some things my children will forget forever (laughs) that I made, (laughs) mistakes that I made. And if we want our children to reverence us after we're gone, we need to model that for them in the way we honor and speak about our parents. You know, when you think about the legacy, Dr. Jeffers, I mean, uh, that's what really ideally is what we would want, right? Uh, you know, that that legacy would be passed on to generation to generation, all, all coming, you know, from the wisdom of God, which is the beginning of all knowledge, right? That's right. Exactly. And again, no parent is perfect, but we need to learn to honor our parents. And I would just uh, I've seen this so many times, Bill, people who are still imprisoned by bitterness and unforgiveness. And uh, I just remind people forgiveness is something we do. We don't wait for somebody else to do something. Right. The Bible said if somebody has wronged you, forgive them. It doesn't matter whether they're in the next room, the next state, or in the cemetery. You have the power to let go of your desire to hurt somebody for hurting you. Yeah, you want to forgive often and quickly. Yes. You don't want that festering, that's for sure. Uh, the Sixth Amendment, thou shalt not kill. We touched on that already. You already mentioned seven, thou shalt not commit adultery. Uh, we've got about seven minutes left here, Pastor. Uh, number eight, thou shalt not steal. 
yeah, you know, again, we're easily uh, think that this doesn't apply to us, that we haven't been involved in those smash and grab robberies we're seeing on TV right now. Right. Stores. But there are a lot of ways to steal uh, mm-hmm. when you don't work a full eight hours and give your employer everything they're paying you for. As an employer, if you don't give your employees a fair wage, that's stealing. To slander somebody is to rob them of a reputation. I mean, we don't have any right to forward emails and social media posts that disparage somebody's character, especially if we don't know the information we're passing along is true or not. How many times have you gotten an email or a text that said, I don't know if this is true or not, but thought this was interesting? That's uh, damaging. That's stealing somebody's reputation from them. Exactly. And also touches on, you know, bearing false witness and, and lying. I like in the ninth. This is this was this was good. I had to underline this one. I love this. Uh, this was Winston Churchill, who said uh, he referred to it as termological inexactitude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that, that you remember that and you noted in the book. So. Yeah, well, we, sometimes politicians take a free pass on this idea about lying. And, uh, but um, it's interesting. This command uh, is a specific kind of lying. Don't bear false witness against your neighbor. And uh, God hates all lying. And the reason is when we lie, we're more like uh, uh, Satan than we are the father like God. Lies. Exactly. He that he's the father of lies. Yeah. That's right. But then uh, God uh, pinpoints one kind of lying, and that is lying about another person, passing along information that is either not true or unnecessary. When we speak a word about somebody, we ought to ask ourselves, do we really know it's true? Is it really necessary? And is it really helpful? Paul said, only speak such a word as is good for edification, for building up people, that it might give grace to those who hear it. Well, and going back to the whole theme of the book it's being blessed to be blessed when you're uplifting others you're uplifting yourself are you not absolutely absolutely and uh and we're either in the process of building people up or tearing people down and the greatest thing we can do is encouraging one another we used to have a person on our staff who used to say be nice to everybody because everybody's having a hard time (laughs) we all need encouragement oh amen to that let me tell you uh number 10 thou shall not covet that's you know some people don't don't quite hear that term covet anymore these days but uh we we know what it is you know, when I first started studying this, I'll have to say I was a little disappointed in God for closing with that one. I said, God, if, I thought, you know, God, if you'd let me help you rewrite this, <laughs> I would have ended with a bang, with something yeah. really big, you right, know, right. building yeah. up to the climax. No adultery, no murder, no coveting. I mean, isn't yeah. that kind of a minor transgression? And yet the truth is, Bill, it's the basis for most of every other sin. Mm-hmm. And it's saying what God hasn't given me, what God has given me is not sufficient. I need something else or someone else to be truly happy. God has shortchanged me. And really, that was the basis for the first sin in the universe. Lucifer, the in charge of all the angels, said he wasn't happy with his position as the number one angel keeper. He wanted to be like God. I will ascend to the holy mountain. I will become like the most high. 
And ever since that time, Satan has tried to persuade us, God hasn't given us what we need. We need something else. And that craving for something else is what coveting is. And of course, the best antidote to it is contentment, being at peace and grateful for what God has already given you. Well, and that's what the Apostle Paul said. I've learned to be content in the in, in essentially uh, the good times and the bad times, right? Yeah, and he said, I learned. Yeah. It doesn't come naturally. No. In our society, it, right. it's something we have to learn. But certainly one way to be content is regularly expressing gratitude to God for the good things in your life. And it's amazing how innate that is because our kids, sometimes some of the first words that they say isn't mom or dad, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, that, that's <laughs> mine. <laughs> good. Where did that come from? You know, who taught you that? But right. uh, it's it, it's amazing how that is. We've got uh, about uh, two minutes left here, Pastor. And, uh, you know, getting back to Israel, I think good news. Uh, I had heard that the, the, the faith leaders were getting together for a, a national day of prayer that we can all join in with them, uh, you know, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Well, uh, Pastor, I cannot thank you enough. Uh, uh, the book is awesome. Again, ladies and gentlemen, you you must read this. And you may think, oh, how parochial, you know, the Ten Commandments. You know, I've had it on my wall. Maybe it's been there even still, even though it was taken down the hallways of education. Maybe they're still in the hallway of your home. But uh, this is a chance to reconnect with first principles and to, uh, and to you know, do better, think better, be better. Uh, and, and this will will go a long way. And this is, I, I tell you, I, I, I saw the comments on, uh, on on some of the readers on this, and they said they just couldn't put it down. They thought, well, oh, this is pretty academic. But once they got in, it just uh, it, it raptured them, you know. And I, and I appreciate, by the way, listeners can get the book at Amazon.com. And there is a study guide that goes along with it that makes it great for a small group Bible study oh, wow. or a Sunday school class. Great idea. Uh, again, to wrap things up, uh, where can they go for more information, Pastor? Well, again, Amazon.com has it on sale right now. Or you can go to our website at ptv.org for Pathway to Victory. And you can get either the 10 or the new book, uh, Are We Living in the End Times? Dr. Robert Jeffers has been our guest. His book, The 10, How to Live and Love in a World that Has Lost Its Way. Pastor, thank you so much for being with us. You bless us so much. I appreciate you. Bill, it's always fun. Thanks for having me. You take care. Our thanks to Pastor Robert Jeffers. Uh, wow, what, what a great man of God and insight and how God has used him uh, to bless us. Uh, we thank him greatly for uh, being a part of this show. And I thank you for sharing a part of your day with us. Uh, and uh, for more information on this show and to be a part of this mighty movement to return to God, check it out, BillMartinezShow.com. May God bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you and give you his peace. Thank you so much for being with us. God bless. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. 
And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com.